Oh man, <laughs> packing up my garlic storm here, Mike. You know how much I love that oh, garlic storm yeah. talked about in the last one. Yeah. I got a little gorilla glue here, number four too, but I'm gonna hold that off for probably gorilla a little later. Glue. Yeah. I'm doing some wedding cake uh uh sugar wax. Wow. Sugar wax. Good stuff. I live with my grandma, so I gotta uh, <laughs> I gotta vaporize that wax, otherwise <laughs> She yells at me about the smell. <clears throat> yeah, I'm 34 years old. <laughs> well, the regular weed, man, it's still a little too stanky. It lingers. I, I, yeah, I understand. <laughs> it lingers. It lingers. Yeah. I'm getting some clones next weekend. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, really? so... Um, yeah, you guys are allowed to grow like a few plants, right? Uh, actually, more than six, I believe, at this point, here in Colorado. What? Yeah, so... Um, Emma works for this company. They're they're on the downfall, and as a lot of companies out here are, the market in Colorado is completely saturated, and so a lot of the small companies are either being bought out or they're just completely folding. And on top of it all, uh, nobody can sell their grows, man. Really? Yes. Every grow is for sale. A lot of dispensaries are for sale. It's kind of a fire sale right now because what happened is Oklahoma legalized and they have zero regulations. Mm. And so people are going to Oklahoma and uh, they used to come here and go dispensary to dispensary and buy out all the maximum they could and go back. Now they can just go to Oklahoma and buy as much as they want. Cruise back. Right. So market has been flooded and then now there's too many places to buy from. And then it's just, it, it's a mess out here. And so Emma's company is kind of on that downward spell. And all they got to do, though, is ride it out. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, they, whoever rides it out is going to be all right. Well, the weed, the weed market's pretty interesting out here right now, man. Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I think it's in trouble because of the economy, but I think, uh, you know, there's some good stuff still going on. <laughs> I think uh, I think I think Illinois is starting to hurt too with the weed. I, too many you licenses know? were issued. That's the only problem, honestly. Well, in Illinois, dude, the tax is forty three percent. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like seriously, wow. <laughs> you guys should have pristine highways at this point, man. I don't know. Every school should have a brand new iPad at the start of the semester. Are you kidding me? Forty three percent. Can you uh, can you kick me in the nuts while fucking me in the ass, please? Thank you. No, they're, they're, they don't even give you the reach around. They just give you a fucking straight fuck in the ass. They just go I right mean, for the Cleveland steamer, actually, every time. <laughs> <laughs> callback! King of the callback, baby! Callback! King of the callback. I'm telling you, dude. Yeah, you go there and they're like, uh, you, you look at the menu, you know, on the tablet. Right. You're like, oh, yeah, this looks good. This looks good. All right. So I got a gram of wax. I got an eighth of weed. It's like hundred and ten dollars, you know, and you're like, oh, that's not all right. That's that's reasonable, right? Right. And then, you, and then they go, you go to check out, and they're like, yeah, that's gonna be hundred and fifty-seven dollars. Oh and my you're like, god! You're like, you're like, holy like, shit! Wow, that's <laughs> horrible, man. Oh my god! What? Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. robbery. And Illinois too, you know that anything taxed is just right into the pockets of the politicians. Oh, oh, yeah, no, it's like, that's how Illinois works. None of that dude, goes. They've been working on the two. They've been they've been working on the fucking Jane Byrne interchange <laughs> since I was four years old. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the weed industry's messed up, man. And uh, yeah, out here, MS Company's going. They're hitting a hard wall, so they they clean house uh, financially because the the payment structure out here got really warped because the industry was so inflated. So a lot of people's salaries were just way too high, 
And there That's the problem. people making yeah. six figures that just had no right making six figures. And so essentially oh, what happened. Dude. Oh, yeah. You know what? Uh, sorry, man. I have to cut no, you no, off yeah. before I forget. I'm already ready. Do you know what one of the biggest problems the Chicago PD has been facing? No. They've been posting everywhere. Dude, it's everywhere. You you can't ride a bus or a train or drive on the highway without seeing something that says, like, you know, become a cop. You start at 78000 a year. Not you don't you don't start. It's like after eighteen months because you got your training and then your one year probation. Then you're at seventy eight thousand a year, right? Wow. Do, do you know what their biggest competition is? No. Security guards at dispensaries are getting, I guess, seventy five a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you could get just as much being a security guard as, as a dispensary. That's nuts. Yeah, so that's what you're saying about the inflated it's salaries. It's totally inflated, man. So they they cleaned house and <clears throat> fired their growers, all of them. Their all their head growers, everybody. They just fired everybody. And uh, their main grower, who's one of my favorite, he um, he's uh in contact with Emma from time to time. Uh, she's on good terms with all these people that she works with in the industry, and he told us that he has some clones. And he really always admired my garden that I grow and the soil that I have uh, established out there. And so he uh, said he's got some clones ready for us to pick up. We're going to bring them down here nice. and uh, we're going to build a little bed for them. And I'm going to kind of establish a little kind of mini <laughs> greenhouse for it. And uh, going to have my own little um, my own little weed garden in the back there. Nice. Pretty excited. And we, you know what your yard is probably perfect for is like one of those uh, where you you like dig down like three feet greenhouses. <laughs> oh, really? You know what I mean? No, I haven't seen yeah. those actually. No, you ever seen that? No, no. So you you dig down like three feet, so you're like three feet below the ground level, right? And then and then you build the glass the rest of the way, like you know six feet up or whatever, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, that way you keep the radiant heat of the ground because your problem is is like in the middle of uh september you'll have one night where a frost will come in (laughs) potentially yeah it's from time right maybe yeah and then or and you want to keep that plant growing a little longer we had a day in september in september two years ago where we had uh two feet of snow that's what <laughs> that's what I literally mean. and I covered my entire garden yeah. with plastic wrap and like a uh, bird wire <laughs> and I saved the garden <laughs> and we had we were picking from the garden uh, two months after that. Yeah, that's wow. Yeah, I've told you I, I harvest from the garden like late November, early December, almost every year. It's incredible. Even the tomatoes. Oh, dude, the cherries uh, that like they're literally rocking no, like in the December. Regular tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Regular also, tomatoes. dude, they're yeah. they're massive. Yeah. In fact, I like. I lose uh, what I actually have to do because we end up getting that snowstorm is I, I clip a lot of the tomatoes and then hang, uh, hang them in the house and they ripen on the vine just hanging on string. Yeah, right. It's incredible. And then I freeze them and they're great for pasta. I do the same with the peppers. I froze my serranos last year and they actually got like almost sweeter and spicier <laughs> as they like hung out in the freezer. It's incredible. Yeah, you got a lot of mage. Gotta do you do any uh do you do the vacuum packing? No. No, I'd like to get into it, but uh I yeah. I actually I'm I'm really focused on l- adapt learning how our grandparents did everything. Yeah, that's that, yeah, that's because, the thing you do without electricity, without yes, the technology. Yeah, I don't want yeah, yeah exactly. I don't want to have to plug <clears> anything <throat> in. I I'm really into how they were preserving things just very naturally and Yes. Uh, cheaply, man. We grew up in a very cheap. Uh, no, no, no. Always talks about you know. the uh, the like they frugal, would frugal, not the, cheap, frugal. <laughs> frugal. She always talks about when they would slaughter the pig. Like they would just have a bucket with like salt water, pretty much. Right. That this that this meat would sit in. Wow. And you'd go grab it whenever you like, man. That's that's what you want to learn how man. to do. You know. Seriously, the meat would just sit in salt yeah. water like that. Yeah, you change it a couple times a year. We had remember they would make the sausage that we would make, and then it would be in the the bin with the oil, and you would just reach into the bin with oil and pull out the sausage. It was the best way to eat it, honestly. I nobody believes me, but I I try to tell everybody in the family. I just get made fun of. 
That's the problem with the Italian family. If you have any problem, they just make fun of you until you <laughs> stop talking about it. But the homemade sausage, ever, ever since the, like the vacuum packing and shit, like yeah, it, dude, it just gives me the shits. I can't <laughs> eat it. it. Fucking tears up my stomach. <laughs> if it's too old, definitely. I this last round, uh, I got some actually. It's pretty good. I've actually, no, I can't eat it. I, I can't even risk it. Even I, in the I, pizza. I don't like the vacuum seal. No, it's way. The bin with the oil was the way to do it. Yeah, I think so. And it was, it was, so was it oil and, and salt? Oil and salt? Is that what it was? No, it was just the oil. It was incredible, the man. olive oil. I feel like there were better ways they could have done it, but they, for some reason, always opted, or at least our, our house had just this like sloppy bin that just was oil dripping all over it because you just dip oh, it in there. Oh, there's better yeah. <laughs> You just uh, literally reach <laughs> Like, like you know, we're we're humans, but you know, we're he's, one he's step away from animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. He's the missing link. There's no doubt about it, dude. <laughs> I just said it the other day, dude. I said the worst the worst thing the army ever taught me was that I was comfortable sleeping in a hole. Then you look at me. Then you look at Pepito, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> we're fucking one step away from we're like fucking one step away from animal yeah just fucking we go out in the middle of nowhere curl up into a hole and be all right eh, are you kidding me man but our dad's uh home he was born in in italy was they were on top of the chicken coop right yeah i hope for i hope cousin frank is listening man he always says it when when they visited italy yeah they went to like this like they went to this old dilapidated home in the middle of nowhere on a mountain in Italy, in in Italy and they went to this like there was this stone fireplace that was sitting there and his dad my godfather uncle frank said this is where i was born and cousin frank man that's the greatest thing you could ever think is he always says we're one generation away from being born in front of that fireplace wow you know, instead, you know, I was born in Hoffman Estates Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> That's right. But we're, but we're one generation away from that fireplace, you know? Yeah. We really That's are. That's amazing. That's America. <laughs> That's why it's the greatest place ever. It really is, man. Yeah. People uh, escaped that situation in order to have the opportunity here you know they want they didn't want their kids to be born in front of that fireplace again dude your son was born in front of that fireplace and then his son was born at hoffman estates hospital yeah, <laughs> <wild>. <laughs> you you did something right i'm just saying i don't know what it was but yeah that's did all right absolutely man and man i always try to remind myself how we are one generation from that lifestyle on the farm or one generation from what our grandfather experienced uh, during World War II in Poland. You know, th- there, there is not a lot of separation between these really old-feeling experiences and worlds. And it's kind of interesting to think, well, where is the next one generation away from us going to be at? That's the scariest thought, where we're headed. Think about how much it can change in the wrong direction. How how quickly one generation changes, right? Like, what if our kids end up being born in front of a fireplace? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that one, uh, what that, that sheik uh, in Saudi Arabia, he said something like, uh, my father rode a camel... Uh, I drive a Mercedes. My son drives a Mercedes. His son will ride a camel. Something like that. Like, oh, I never heard that, dude. <laughs> oh, that's deep. You know, and that's along the lines of the... Uh, right. Does he know Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> Chet together, bro. Chet together. <laughs> Imagine if they were talking about camel cheese. <laughs> find the meaning of life if you get those two together to talk about camel milk and cheese 
Trevor, the friar guy from Dark Horse, and the sheik from Saudi Arabia <laughs> discovered have, world yeah. peace. <laughs> I mean, can I just throw something out there? We've, try- we've tried war for 10,000 years. Why not just try Trevor and the sheik? <laughs> Trevor and the Sheik sounds like it was a movie from the 80s with like Gene Wilder and uh, what's that comic's name? (laughs) (laughs) It could totally be a comedy from the 80s, man. Oh, that's so good. Trevor and the Sheik. Trevor and the Sheik. Don Cheadle would be the Sheik. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you love Don Cheadle. I don't know what's going on. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, he's got a good last name. I like the last name. Oh, that's so good, dude. Trevor <laughs> and the Sheik, man. <laughs> well, that might be... If there's ever a Dude Man movie, uh, we'll, we'll make Trevor and the Sheik. That'll be the first movie we make right there. Whatever happens. For those of you no who No CGI back, involved. Come back in 10 years, yeah. <laughs> or anti-CGI. be honest though there is more to that you know i know we're laughing at it but the truth is man i that was like the greatest thing about going to qatar you you know you would go to these like bazaars right and Mm -hmm. you would like just be sitting there eating at this restaurant you talk to people and you're just this fucking (laughs) you're a 20 year old kid 21 year old kid from chicago and you're in the middle east and you're talking to a guy and you just you realize Everybody's the fucking same. Yeah. Anywhere you go, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're a, if if you're in this world and you're a human, me and you can find something in common, and that is a guaranteed. We there's definitely something we could find that we disagree on, mm-hmm. but there's also a guaranteed we could find something we agree on and we could talk about. You know, one of the funniest things about the army is if uh, like in basic training. I don't know if they still do it, but back then, if you fought somebody, like if me and you were in the same squad and me and you got into a fight. If you guys uh, encountered a little bit of fisticuffs. Like if me and you, yeah, if me and you just got into a fight, they would tie us together. Uh, Like like with a string or like where, where, like by the pant loops or. uh, At the ankle. They would get a six foot piece of string and they would tie you at the ankle, right? (laughs) I like that. And, it, and, it, and you know what the whole point was, dude? You'd sp- and it would take one day. After one day, you guys are best friends. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Dude, really? Because, uh, dude, because you you know you find you know you're tied at the ankle. Think about it. Eventually, you got to go take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now you're sitting there taking your shit and there's this string going out the stall and i'm just sitting outside the door listening to you shit like we're gonna like, you know how we just started laughing thinking about it <laughs> like, we're gonna start laughing dude and then you start you know, and then you start laughing and then the that's it the wall's broken like, <laughs> Well, you know the, the defenses are down. Even if you are two two inner city kids from rival gangs, mm-hmm. which happened, you know your yeah. wall is now down, and you could start to talk, and the, that's it. That's wow, what, that's, that's, yeah, that's beautiful. Actually, I like that. All, yeah. yeah, all it takes is six feet, I guess, huh? No, it just takes uh, being forced to to be in the worst position. Like, dude. I, there was this guy Smiley, like this fucking I don't even know where what country he was from, but he was just this Middle Eastern dude that barely spoke English. He drove the bus, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I was the escort. So I was the guy with the ID that could get you on and off the base. Mm-hmm. So these guys, if you wanted to go, you'd sign up for these things and go to the bazaar. And I was the escort. But sometimes, like I got, would you I just got say ha bazaar? Yeah, ha bazaar. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, that's all that I fun. got. No, keep going. Yeah, 
I mean, eventually I got sick of just going, so I would just sit on the bus, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so you're sitting with this dude who, every, you know, everybody called Smiley because we couldn't pronounce his real name. And uh, I don't know, man. Eventually you sit there and you talk to him. And with what little English he speaks and what little you learned of their language, you just realize, man, he's just a guy who has a wife and a bunch of kids back home and he's sending all his money there. And yeah. it's just like, man, that's, <laughs> you know. How many, how many times did you sit in a trailer cutting grass? <laughs> and that and that was the story, you know, of the guy you're working all, all with. All those guys, yeah, yeah. It's it's all it's a universe. It's all around the world. That's what I mean. We all have something in common. And then you think about it, and what was I doing? I'm in another country mm-hmm. because I'm making money trying to save up to go to school in America. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm literally in the same boat as this guy. You know what I mean? Like, we're all doing the same. We're all just doing what we have to do. I feel like know? the common thread is everybody's living for their family. And that seems, family seems future. to be a common theme. Yeah, future and family. The, fu- and the future of the, and the, uh, yeah, the family I, is the most, is the future. Which really. is almost kind of interesting when you put in perspective what American culture has been so focused on, hyper-focused on over the last few years, which is, I I could only describe it as the deconstruction of the family. And yes, I feel like family is the one common thread through all cultures. We can all relate to family, whatever it means to you. Uh, we all have various versions of it, but there is a version of it. And I, it's... We're we're such in a we're in a funky place here in America because there is an assault on the family, which is the worst part. Because you're right, that is what connects us to the real real world. Yeah, the rest of the world. Like, you could be a guy in a jungle, you know, living off the land, mm-hmm. but you can agree with that CEO in New York that all you want is for your kids to go to school and succeed and better their life. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That was like the one thing everybody I've ever, every man I've ever talked to, real man I've ever talked to. That's <laughs> all they've ever done, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, I, I hate to say it, but it goes back to my management. That's the funniest thing you could ever, like any real manager knows, uh, the hardest thing you could do is get married guys to stop racking up overtime <laughs> and to get single guys to start working overtime. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just like every manager is like, Well, I feel the pendulum swinging, man. I've been saying it a bit the last few months, but I've been really noticing kind of um, a push back towards family matters. And uh, I, I say it all the time. I miss the days of the home improvement shows. Yes, you know, and, yes. and you can relate to it. Everybody can relate to everybody. It, you know? And I, I feel yeah. like we're kind of swinging a little bit back that way. I, I'm kind of picking up on it just on a local level, just on my interactions with people locally. I'm starting to really sense this kind of, hey, can can we go back to the way it kind of was, <laughs> you know, when we, when it was okay to say yeah. mom and dad and Merry Christmas, and uh, you know, right. like we we didn't right. have such a stigma on such stupid things, and we can kind of just move forward with our issues, and, and I I don't know, I'm I'm feeling it, I'm I'm definitely feeling it right now. Yeah, dude. When you take off December sixteenth to January third, it's not holiday vacation. It's fucking Christmas vacation. It's fucking. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) well, dude, we got we got Juneteenth coming up, and do you remember how huge Juneteenth? They oh oh, you think it's gonna be big this year? Well, so here's my theory. I actually I predict a huge Fourth of July. I predict a huge celebration of America Patriotic. this year. Yes. Yeah. And I remember yeah. when Juneteenth was hold made on, a hold big on, deal. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it not racist to be patriotic now? <laughs> well, I think again, I feel the pendulum swinging. I I feel mm. like the narrative has been brutally lost. Like the left was really trying with the oh, you can't you know, well, we're anti-gun ownership, but then we have to support people having guns in Ukraine to defend themselves from in- outside invaders. Well, right. uh, what do you guys uh, <laughs> have, you know, there's kind of something called the Second Amendment about that, you know? Like, 
Kind of a big deal. No, 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 the best part is, why would you ever need an anti-tank missile? If, if, you know, oh, no, we need to send $40 billion worth of anti-tank missiles to these civilians in Ukraine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, Mike, how do I judge the way the wind is blowing here? I look to my left, and I peek at what flags my neighbor is flying in front of his home and that's how i know the narrative oh, what's he flying what's he flying? well he's got his ukraine flag he yeah. has his pride flag and lately the american flag is up there proudly and uh it wasn't up there for a long time and it's there now. And I speculated maybe that the Roe v. Wade scenario inspired some form of patriotism from their left, from how you know how they see the world. And uh, or maybe, and this is kind of my maybe, but I, I think I this is where the pendulum's going again. I think people are more into a little unity right now, and people are kind of a little more into America right now, and we're kind of back to a little bit of patriotism and a little bit of. Let's get the family back together. Let's, you know, let's be mom and dad and let's 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 make things a little right. And the reason I think this is I think the Ron DeSantis push with the don't say gay thing and all that shit that happened in Florida was a major backfire for the left. And I feel like it really actually pushed home the idea that maybe we need a little more wholesomeness in our society. Maybe yes. we should stop pushing so far to these extremes. Let's kind of meet yes. in the middle and Again, the don't say gay thing was really awesome in a way because I think a lot of people read it and a lot of people agreed. Like, hey, you know what? Let's keep a little innocence for the kiddos. Let's uh, get back to family stuff. Let's have the families take care of these issues. Like, Let's go back to family importance. And I, I don't know. I'm hoping we go that route, honestly. I'm kind of feeling that way. But I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, you really think that's... Uh... I'm telling you, the commercials are <clears throat> going back to more normality... Uh, I'm yeah. not. I'm not being told what to think woke wise so much with the commercials anymore. The sports uh, teams they've in basketball. I've been watching the playoffs. The, there's no more woke advertisements going on on their jerseys. Uh, the com- dude beer commercials are back. I saw a commercial with like hot chicks in it. It was amazing. Like I, right. I yeah, I think we're swinging right. again. There's a yeah. swing happening. And I honestly, maybe the writing was on the wall for these institutions. Like, holy shit, people are tuning us out and turning us off. And they're they're watching Joe Rogan, and uh, they're listening to Dude Man podcast. And uh, <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? Oh, dude, you just re- dude, you just reminded me. I was really happy because I knew it was going to happen. Uh, so apparently, the PR firm it, it like was released that the PR firm in, uh, told Coca Cola. Not to even comment on the Roe v. Wade leak. Wow, and I was really happy. I was really happy because then Coca Cola stock went up. Wow, that's a pendulum like, swing, man. Dude, it was like an eight percent jump. I don't know if it was because of that or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, man, uh, Coke could have gone I, up I, because they own water too, and maybe people are prepping. <laughs> I'm just saying that. No, I think you're onto something. I think it's a good sign that like we need to stop. The, it didn't go down. Like normally, like remember before it would be like this company didn't weigh in because I, I forgot. I think it was like the Washington Post. The fa- Somebody I, would re- you blew my mind that they didn't weigh in. I didn't even think about it. Now that I look back on it, what major institutions really weighed in on this whole issue uh, over that time period? Oh no, that's what I'm saying. They're getting told to like all these PR firms are telling them now to stop weighing wow. in. Wow! Look at what happened to Disney. Wow! Yeah. The biggest thing I fucking hear from people is Disney's. You know, Disney's probably going to leave Florida. Where are they going to go? Yeah, no, they're not going anywhere. You got you got one on the West Coast. Where are you going to go on the East Coast other than Florida? Are you going to go to Georgia? Mike, you didn't hear the national news. Jared Polis, governor of Colorado, told Disney in a tweet that they're more than welcome to come to Colorado. <laughs> and no. then they could be open, and then they could be open four months out of the year. <laughs> there was no response. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't have an amusement park here. 
uh, we support fags and all. <laughs> Nobody supports that weather, Jared. He could he could handle it. Uh, that's uh, no Disney here. No Disney here. I I don't think they're gonna pull it off. <laughs> no, they need somewhere warm and outdoors and on the East Coast. There's a reason why it's California. In Florida. In Florida. Very, yeah. very specific reasons yes. for them to be there. Yes. I mean, what else? <laughs> you know what your only other real option is? Texas. Texas? <laughs> Texas. And, and I, I don't think they're going to give you a more welcoming, I mean, a, a more warming <laughs> welcome, you know? <laughs> like, it's going to be what? Texas. You guys are fucked. I don't think you realize the people. The best part is when they're like the min- the minority is is controlling. Like no, the people are speaking. This is the people speaking. Honestly, I feel like we were held captive by the minority for a couple of years there, maybe even three or four. Yes, to be totally honest. And I feel like now, yes, um, the minority is actually speaking up, and they're realizing there's a bit of a majority on their side at this point. The right, the tide is is turned. The, yeah. The majority... The turned has tabled, as I like to say. Well, Mike, uh, did you hear what happened over the weekend? A bit of tragedy. There was the shooting in Buffalo. Did you see this? Yeah. And yeah, was... what as every... It's like live stream, dude. What the fuck? Fucking crazy, man. And yeah. uh, what's what's going to be the main narrative out of this one? What do you think? What do you, what are you guessing? What are you thinking? Oh, I already know. Dude, white supremacy, white. baby. It was a white guy shot supremacy, some black people. dude. He was a white supremacist. I, so uh, I like how you brought up immediately the streaming aspect because that's why I wanted to uh, go over this. Uh, this is part of their play to start um, censoring the internet. They're really obsessed with censoring the internet, and I'm telling you, this is their move. So here's a uh, Meet the Press. This is uh, Governor Hockul. What's her name? Hockul? Hockul? I don't know how to say her name. We'll put her on right now. (laughs) This is a toxic stew of a rising right-wing extremism. They were dying to use this type of language for the last, like, three shootings that have happened. Have you noticed this? And then they were all proven to be other people or people, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't fit the narrative. Yeah, it was wrong. It was bad, yeah. And and so now they finally, remember we talked about it where they they pulled the wrong trigger, the wrong guy went on on a spree. And it was just a bad. Uh, I what was that? We've already forgotten about it. It was the, the last uh, shooting. Shooting in New York, New York subway, subway, where they shot. Yeah. He shot ten people, but nobody died. It was. Uh, and then it was a black supremacist. Right. You couldn't even find his race in the news, <laughs> or like they weren't even talking about it. Yeah. Man, we now this guy finally, finally, hallelujah. <laughs> like they finally oh, got one. God, yeah, seriously, yeah. it's unbelievable. <laughs> They were salivating yeah. for this one. This is the they one. Couldn't wait. They're so happy. That's all you're going to hear for the next three days. Uh, it makes me believe this is a total FBI. Uh, oh, I, my I God. I swear to God. They, like, every element of this has it written all over it. But uh, here we Frank, go. This tells oh, me, yeah. Frank, this tells me two things. You're a racist and we're brothers. Can yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Racist Brothers Podcast. And uh, here we go. Ideology that's out there, white supremacy, easy access to guns. And a permissive culture on the internet. And it all met together in this horrendous attack. My God, they're going to be obsessed with the internet. They're obsessed with the internet. Where do you begin when it comes to figuring out uh, how we can tackle all of this? Well, you're right. There's three components to this. The white supremacist terrorism, uh, the, the radicalization that's occurring of our young people particularly who are vulnerable to these uh, evil ideas it's 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 all induced by the internet and the fact that platforms are willing to share this information allow it to be posted a manifesto that's been out there that describes in great detail how someone wants to have an execution of individuals in a community that's targeted because it's the highest black population uh, within a geographic area that's all out there and also the fact that this could be live streamed 
How long was it live streamed before someone paid attention? These companies make a lot of money. They're very profitable. And in my judgment, they have the opportunity to be doing far more monitoring and shut things down before it gets to this situation. But also, it's about access to guns. And in New York, we have the huh. toughest gun laws in the yeah. nation. But That's what it is. I was waiting for the pivot to the gun Wait, stuff. hold on. Did you hear what she just said there? Hmm. We have the toughest gun laws in the nation. <laughs> wow. Wow. And how are they working yeah. out for you? It didn't work. Didn't work? Maybe your gun laws don't work. Wow. Nice catch. Nice catch. Yeah. Right now we have a case before the Supreme Court that could be decided in a matter of weeks that could allow people to have a, a gun that's concealed to walk in the tops behind me with a concealed weapon this time. So we've got to deal with that access to guns that's coming in from places Hold like stop Pennsylvania. Right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. <laughs> see, see, she's worried that they're going to repeal a law, right? Right. A law that was in place that didn't stop this guy. <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> you're proving the fucking point, yeah. you idiot. Yeah. You're proving the point that your fucking strict gun laws didn't work. If anything, <laughs> maybe somebody could have had a gun and put this guy out. <laughs> We're at the point now where the cops have been fucking bound by your mandates and extreme fucking mayoral dictates. <laughs> Right, that they can't yeah. even do their fucking jobs anymore. So now the people need to arm themselves. That's where they get the point we're at. So you need to get rid of your laws. Uh, also, Mike, man, <clears throat> do you see what she's doing? She's—they know what works, right? What works? The we need to enact more gun law restrictions. That works. That sticks all the time. So what did she throw out there right before it? Right. They're, they're tossing out this internet censorship thing or how we need to restrict people's access to information on the internet that yeah. is quote-unquote disinformation or misinformation. The, the dis they're, they're really obsessed with this internet censorship stuff. It's and such a failed narrative. It's terrible. That's not gonna win. But it's she, not gonna you notice win. how she Oreo cookied it into this whole... She knows what talking point works, so she used these two and then stuck in the middle this weird internet thing that they're all obsessed with. They're all using this... Uh, we need to censor people's access to information. Mike, how many white supremacists in the last 30 years have we witnessed live stream their murder <laughs> rampages? Uh, uh, just give me a guess. 1,500. <laughs> how many times has this happened? How many? 1,500 by the reaction, I'm guessing. Why is it they're just dying to label it white supremacist when, what were yeah. these other shootings though? These other people who shot, okay, the Boulder shooter, the guy who shot up the grocery store in Boulder, Colorado last year, he was Syrian, he was a Syrian immigrant. Was he a supremacist? A Syrian supremacist? Right. Was he a Middle Eastern supremacist? No. Well then, what about, no, even more recent, the guy that you mentioned, the guy who that uh, the subway shot shooter, up the su the subway shooter, right? Black supremacist. Do you, have a, do you have a clip of this lady talking about the black supremacist? That's my point. Yeah, Why we have all these other? She was literally a black supremacist. So oh, finally, we have a white guy. So now he's a white supremacist. It's amazing. It's really to me. I'm I'm. I don't know how people in general, like the general populace, don't see through this bull. I know. Uh, they do. They are. You can tell with the way everything's swinging. This guy. I'm telling man. you, dude, as long as they keep Trump out, the Republicans are going to keep sweeping elections. <laughs> well, how, how many? <laughs> do you think they're just going to, the onslaught is going to be just ultra? Mega to use a lack of a better yeah. phrase for the, it took the him six months to come up with ultra ultra mega six months Mike six come months on, dude. and I, I'm wondering man if it took him six months to come up with ultra mega it means that they got nothing no they're still talking Jan six man so here's my point we're we're in May we're entering June yeah we are really <laughs> close to this midterm dude every every time me and you talk about January sixth we can't even remember what year it was. <laughs> I know, like they, they fight, and that's their pla that's their platform. That's like their entire platform. 
Well, I think they're trying to round it all up together. White supremacist, ultra MAGA, Trump supporters, they're all, it's all, everybody on the right, they're all that, they're all on yeah. the same group, and they want you know to scare the problem people, is? but I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't think it works. <laughs> you know what the problem is? That narrative doesn't work because you guys have moved the line so far. 80% of America is now the right. Yeah. Seriously. Like, not even right. Extreme right. <laughs> well, here's you know? my, with this shooter situation, it's a tragedy, just like the subway shooting, just like Boulder grocery store, uh, a grocery store I shopped at all the time. All right. So that one hit home, hit close to home. This stuff is, is scary and it bothers everybody that it's going on. But can we maybe as a country move forward, especially media wise, and instead of immediately labeling a shooter as a supremacist or this and that, how about we say this person had a mental health issue? This person right. had a mental problem. This, right. this person was mentally deranged. Right. This is a psychopath. <laughs> this person is fucking insane. <laughs> and this insane motherfucker <laughs> shot a bunch of people. And we should paint these people as insane, mentally unstable, unwell, socially yes. unacceptable people. And that should be the focus, not what kind of supremacist they are. Who cares what kind of supremacist they are? They're insane. Their thoughts are insane. And that should be the yeah. bottom line. That should be the narrative. That should be the talking about. Oh, an insane person shot up a grocery store today. This mentally unstable individual killed 10 people authorities yeah. are looking into uh, all the evidence behind all his mental problems and why he did this, this insane this mentally, act of heinous violence <laughs> this mentally unstable person drove a car into a parade yes in kenosha yes or uh, yes. Wa uh waukesha waukesha they don't like to talk about waukesha mike <laughs> yeah, nobody does <laughs> but it was just good. but it wasn't a black supremacist it was just an angry crazy insane guy. crazy i agree i totally agree with that statement right and right all of them should be yeah. painted that way there there should be no uh race involved there should be no anything because when you're that insane when you're so nuts that you're about to kill a lot of people uh you, race politics it's no longer in the game you're just totally nuts you're fucking insane and, and society yeah. needs to dispose of you. You shouldn't be allowed to interact with society because you, you, you're you nuts. I, I don't get it. I, I, we just listened to this clip, man, and what was their main focus? This white supremacist had too much access to the internet and uh, was able to pull off this heinous crime. How about this insane guy did this insane yeah. thing? No, and I, we you need, should say... We need no, to no, help you people. should say... You should do it both ways. You should say, hey, this white guy shot a bunch of black people this black guy shot him you know whatever say whatever but it shouldn't be the main focus of the whole story the whole story should be mental health we have a mental health problem in this country man just take a walk around yeah. drive on the highway for 20 minutes i'll show you some mental yeah. health issues for sure within that time frame like pretty well, much every other car shooting, I <laughs> the shootings prove it man that's it's it's insane yeah, the violence is up. The drug use yeah. is up, man. Mental something's health is... Going, something's wrong. There's something wrong. Society is rotten in the core right now, and, it, and it's happening in the minds of people. And hey, you know me... And you're not, not going to fix it if you chalk it up to racism. You're going to fix it if you actually address the core problems. People are lonely. They've been, you know... Yeah. The work-at-home thing has been terrible. It, it's ruined businesses. Absolutely. You've also destroyed children. You've set back kids on learning wise uh, several years. And so socially, you've set back children. We have no idea the effects that this la the last few years yeah, have played on kids. We, we won't no know idea. for yeah, we won't know for a couple yeah decades. But I can tell you what, man, I see the effect on grown adults right now, and I'm encountering grown adults who have totally forgotten how to socialize, have totally forgotten how to like interact with other people on a normal level. There's even videos out there of crazy people in society right now. We went to this um, <laughs> local Mexican place down the street. It's family owned. 
and everyone in there is having a good time. And there's this old guy who walks in there with this KN95 super, you know, Astro mask, and he, <laughs> and he's yeah. doing he's doing the six foot distance thing uh, with people. Yeah, I know. And Dude, it's Saturday. It's a crowded bar. Every it, it, I, like, I know. what are you doing here? What are you doing? Dude, I I was in line at uh, I forgot. I think it was Ace. Or true value, yeah. I don't remember. And this little lady, dude, she wasn't old, but she was like you know forty or whatever, but small, right? Really, really small, dude. She turns to this this giant of a man, <laughs> and yells at him for standing too close. Wow! And literally, she's wearing a mask, obviously. Yeah. And literally says, "You can kill me with your germs." And I really wanted to be like, no, he could kill you with his bare hands. <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about? You can't assess j- danger at all. You know what I mean? Like, your danger is not the germs he's breathing out of his mouth. Do not piss this guy off. He can crush you. He can crush wow. you. Seriously. You're lucky he's a decent man and he's not going to. Wow. No, you're, you know what I mean? Yeah, actually, you're blowing my mind when I... People have forgotten risk assessment, even on the most <laughs> you don't basic know what real level. Danger. Even on the most basic level. The danger's not COVID-19 that's killing 90-year-old women. You're a 40-year-old woman who stands 4'11". This man is 6'7", and he scares me, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you should be fucking scared. Yeah. You should be terrified. Right? Wow. You... You only are going to survive this encounter because he had good parents. Think about that. Amazing. No, seriously. <laughs> right? You're flooring me with the whole, we've completely warped just basic risk assessment at this point. People can't even yeah. as- associate the idea like, this person could kill me. Like, yeah, actually, just, actually kill me. Just, Not like cough on me, me and I die two <laughs> weeks later on an incubator, you know, or whatever it is. Not like he didn't wear his mask so your grandma dies in six months. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, 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 no. He could kick you in the face and you're done. He could literally kill you. Like he wouldn't even break a sweat. You know? Wow. Like have you ever wrestled your girlfriend? Yeah. And we're small men. You right. know? Right. Imagine like a giant man. Who yeah. would toss you around? I know. They literally could crush them with like, <laughs> I don't know. No, I know what you mean. It's again. I'm actually a little bit floored. I have even forgotten myself in a sense, like how this hyper focus on the on this ultra sensitive, don't breathe on me idea. I I I even forgot like. Oh, this guy could just kill you with their bare hands. No one's even thinking about that. Like, don't breathe on me, but also this is a mammoth of a human and they could just crush me. Like, people have forgotten that. I seriously think people have forgotten that. Maybe because society is so tame now that we just don't have that on a regular basis. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, you're just banking on the fact that society is, you know, is going to keep this guy off of you. But yeah. <laughs> but society can't but society can't keep his germs off of you unless he stays six feet away. And they can't physically keep him off you either if they defunded the police in your hometown. So you gotta keep dude, I looked around. There's nobody around here that could stop this man. I'm not stopping him. Dude, if this guy if this guy attacks you, I'm running. I'm not I'm not gonna sacrifice my life for he you. Could just go hulk <laughs> on the whole grocery store, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's where, no stopping this man. I don't even know <laughs> what you think we're gonna do. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, there's man. a bear in between me and you. You <laughs> angered the bear. I'm not helping you. I didn't tell you to anger the bear. You know. <laughs> don't poke the bear. He he was totally cool before you yelled at him. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, that's amazing. She's forgotten what to be really scared about. And I mean, obviously the guy stepped back. He looked at me because I was, you know, I had to step back and he laughed and he's obviously a really nice guy because most, most guys are. Because most but, people are. Most people are because society has done that. But like, you're forgetting. I don't want to say you're forgetting your place, but you're forgetting reality. Hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you're detached. You're it. very detached from it. And yes. You're like a ghost floating through it with the rest of us, and we're kind of looking because, at you. Like, <laughs> because two years ago, you would have never said anything to that man. Right. You would have been more afraid of that man than anything else. Yeah. At that moment. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Not necessarily afraid of him, but it's just not something you would have risked. I'm wondering about these highly sensitive people to germs now. Were they always that way, or did something no. trigger them to be different now? No, something triggered them. And what I mean by that is, were they always that way and they just hit it, but now they feel it's okay to be that way? To be kind of, and I always say it's narcissistic in a way, to think that society should bend its whim or bend, bend to your will. You know, and, and I think that I think they were always that way, but in other ways where it was hidden from like like somebody like us, like our world, you know? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. <laughs> I feel like I lived through society I lived my life normal and I watched society go in a really weird place and then I just kinda kept cruising waiting and knowing that they'd come back to me and they did and society yeah, came right. came back to where i was existing in this plane but now there's a few stragglers still hanging down low and they're again they're like zombie ghosts or something just kind of floating through normal existence now and you kind of see them and you interact with them but in a weird way right like you you don't get too close you don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't really yeah. look them in the eye. You know. You know. It's kind of there's a detachment, man. It's really weird. I've really encountered this a lot lately with the the people who are kind of sticking to the narrative, if you will, from the last from the COVID years. And look, it doesn't matter what side you're on. There's ample factual data and evidence that not only proves the social distancing and lockdowns were wrong and destructive to society, uh, both on a mental health level and on an economic level, but those masks that people were wearing were actually not healthy for you at all. They were very bad for you. And people, they're finding microplastics in the lungs of kids. There's a lot of problems with the masking, man. The fact that people are willing to religiously stick to a lot of these um, I, I don't know what you would call them, but they're, you know, uh, acts, you know, the, the wearing of the mask, the staying away of six feet, the core, it's weird that people are still sticking to it. They're, they're ghosts, man, in our society yeah. right now. They're, they're living in, in a dead world and, and, but still floating through that kind of ether. It, it's like, it's really bizarre to interact with them. And I'm not kidding. I like, I can't look at, uh, People who are strict COVIDians, I really have a hard time like looking them in the eye and interacting with them on a regular basis. I still point. have it where people will like wear the mask and then they'll try to offer me a mask from their house. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, I don't want to fucking sit here and smell your house in this goddamn mask. <laughs> like, you don't understand the mask smells like your fucking house. <laughs> Oh, God. And your house fuck and your house oh, fucking stinks, man. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, I don't care who the fuck you are. Your house stinks. <laughs> Everybody's house stinks. You just don't know it, <laughs> right? It's from a plumber. I take the advice yes. of a plumber anytime. So yes. I go, dude. I go into at minimum 120 houses per quarter. <laughs> so that's 480 a year, and they all stink. Everybody stinks, <laughs> and everybody sh everybody shit smells the same, except for Indians. <laughs> so, do does anyone ever light a candle, or does anyone get the air freshener going? Let me tell you something, right? Right. 
if you invite somebody to your house to work on your house, yeah, uh, plumber, electrician, it doesn't fuck, it doesn't matter, right? Before he comes for an hour, open up a window. It doesn't matter how hot it is or cold it is. Colder the better. Crack a crack a window. <laughs> Good advice. I like this. Open up the windows. Air it out for an hour. Get a little right? air out. Yeah, yeah. And then if it's 90 degrees outside, crank the fucking AC while he's there. Oh, right? Keep good this advice. guy cool. Right. If it's cold outside, keep a couple windows a little open. Keep it cold. It's not nice working in 78 degree weather. Wow. It's nice working in 60 degree weather. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Just that's that's it. You don't even have to t- dude, you don't even have to tip me. Just keep that house at a decent temperature. No candle? No scented uh dude, plug-in? I, bro, you're Bro, your house could smell like fucking piss and shit. I don't care. As long as that temperature is not... I'm just saying, scented candle goes a disc, you know, makes it a little better. Maybe. Nothing's better Nothing's better than the air out. The air out. So air out yeah. the house, folks. You because call the plumber, air out the house. <laughs> you don't understand the smoke from, like, the candles and everything. Right. It, Oh, no incense. No incense, please. So you're anti-patchouli. Oh, dude, the incense <laughs> makes me want to fucking throw up, dude. Yeah. Because it, like, mixes with your musk. You don't understand what you Did have. Did you just say musk? Musk? I got to come up with a theme song for <laughs> musk, 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 musk. Yeah. Yeah, people don't realize it, man. They got to smell. And you know what the worst <laughs> the worst part is? The worst part is is I I got to ride your your like uh shower drain. Uh-huh. That cable comes back with this black shit and it's like a oh. concentrated fucking oh smell God. of your nastiness. Oh it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey now. So, like I <laughs> uh, I bet it's uh it I'm sure it looks fascinating and smells incredible when you yeah. pull that thing out yeah <laughs> i didn't mean to take it so dark let's talk about something a little lighter so ukraine oh did no. you see those did you see the photos <laughs> <laughs> i am all in on the drain talk mike you know we like to be an informative show we're an educational yeah. program this is a life program we like to make let sure give people you a, walk away with give you- some good instructions let me give you a little education here. If you if you own a house or an or a condo or anything, right? Get get rid of whatever little pop up you have in your shower or drain, right? And go get the fucking tub mushroom. It's tub, the best thing in the, the tub room, mushroom. The What's the tub yeah. mushroom? It's the silicone thing that looks like a mushroom. It's like silicone with a little silver top, right? And uh, all you do is put it in there. And it's like it's got these in the drain and it's got like these little barbs. It catches every hair. Really? But the key th- the key thing is you don't want to put like the screen or anything because that slows the flow. You want high flow, but you want to catch the hair. That the shroom doesn't really impede the flow until you get a clog from the hair. And then all you literally all you do is pull it out. Remove wow. your hair and it's fucking right. You, you'll never have to call a plumber to rot it. it wow. That's incredible. Yeah. So the oh, mu- I always tell I always tell people it's gonna put me out of business. You know the mushroom, the mushroom. Yeah, the tub mushroom. The tub mushroom. It's like twelve bucks at Home Depot or any hardware store, man. Wow. And then they got one for your uh, bathroom sink too. I we that's, need that's, it. We need it for yeah. both. Yeah, the sink is bad. Yeah. I gotta do some work in that it's bad boy. Hair. Oh man, it's everything. The problem is those are your smallest drains with the hair. Yeah, and yeah. you know you got the makeup stuff going down there. It's it's bad news bears. Everything's happening. And the spit. Oh everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's bad news. And you guys smoke weed, man. So you got that like tarry spit. Oh man. yeah, you know the good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's right. I got it too. You know. <laughs> yeah. Wow, the plumbers, man. I, I'm excited for this mushroom thing, though. I think it'll uh, save us a little dough on uh, the, you know, do you do you oh, recommend the Drano, man? Yeah. The Drano's that's a no, is that bull, no, no, no. that's bullshit, right? Yeah. So I man, Drano's just will ruin your pipes. The funniest part about Drano is uh, you'll have like the worst clog, and you'll pour like four things of Drano in there, right? And then you think you got it until you go downstairs and see a big puddle on the floor. <laughs> it just ate its way through your pipe. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. So no Drano. Yeah. yeah. If you do, if you do have to, man, I do, the the one thing that is good is uh, Home Depot has that green gobbler. Uh huh. And uh, like you mix it with warm water, and it, like that activates it. Right. It's kind of like this enzyme that'll just eat whatever organic matter is in there. Huh. It's good if, if you got, it's good for like kitchen sinks and shit if you got grease buildup, stuff right. like that. Right. If you put something in there that shouldn't be in there, or if you got like old metal pipes and there's rust. Right. Like you got no choice. You're gonna have to get that rotted. But yeah. If it's just if it's just grease or too much toilet paper, uh or even like paper towels, it'll it'll eat its way through that. And that won't hurt your pipes. That's the best part. That's great advice, Mike. Excellent stuff. You heard it here first from the plumber. Good stuff. And, you know, we're always looking for sponsors. So. Hey, that's <laughs> right. Mike, you got to stay fresh to refresh to be fresh to refresh, dude. And the, and the Green Goblin. <laughs> and Green yeah, Goblin. Yeah. You know, well, actually, after you eat all that Subway, you're going to need to rot out your pipes anyways. Uh, so, yeah, that's... <laughs> Ha 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 